Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm getting married in the morning. Ding dong, the bells are gonna chime. We'll have a whopper, pull out the stopper, get me to the church on time. Sports Radio 929 Game, 929game.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 11th day of February. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a happy Super Bowl Sunday to you beautiful people in the Druid Hills area. In Druid Hills area. Druid Hills area. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, yeah. North Druid Hills. Just I just say Druid, Druid Hills. Druid Hills area, Emory yeah. University. Yeah, Emory, all of that, man. Yeah. Up yeah. and down. Yeah. You know, just that's my old stomping ground, too. Shout out to the folks over at Druid Hills High School. It's nice. Exactly. They're, they're, it's practically on campus. The <laughs> that, school well, really that's is. true, yeah. It's practically on campus. Love this album. Yeah. Live at the Sands. This is where Quincy just, like, extended himself. Oh, man. It's like everybody everybody wanted to work with Quincy after this. Anyway, on this Super Bowl Sunday, I wanted to um, ask you. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Where's my notes here? I just, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I got notes all over the Hello. Picture, the amateur nights here yeah. and stuff like that. Uh-oh. Um, I was enjoying it so much, I completely forgot what I was going to ask you. Uh-oh. That's not oh, good. Oh, I know what it was. We, we talk regularly about this being a thing, but today is the one day— and that was another reason I had to play this, get me to the church on time, is that preachers ain't got to alter their sermons today to get folks out in time for kickoff because kickoff ain't until 6.30. six o'clock. Right? Yeah. So this is, this is one of those unique sun- – but, but there's some sun- there's some folk who still going to want them to, yeah, hey, keep it moving, keep it – <laughs> <you know. laughs> I got to get home and cook. They would, you know, so, you know. And, and and you know most most ministers I know are all big football fans exactly and they they they, they know what today now, is all would about. you have the service down in the, in, in the basement well no you today? know the, the, today is one of those Sundays that a lot of ministers will have you come dressed for your NFL team no if I know want, but it'd be, I'm, be one of those be one of those Sundays that you would come in did and, your church do first Sunday downstairs no meals man, you, you, you didn't always, do that yeah you. Always win the Oh, sanctuary. man, first Sundays. Was, you I know. mean, you, you did the service down there? No, 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 you did the oh, service. Oh, yeah. But then, you know, the, the the folks that do the cooking, whoever that oh, is, yeah. I don't want to be sexist yeah. and just say. I don't know if they, I don't know if they do There was that. always a meal on first Sunday. Yeah. First Sundays in, in the downstairs, whatever you want to call it, in, in, in Second Baptist, my church. Yeah. But they always did a first yeah. Sunday, so I was wondering if. Yeah, well, they they maybe well today they know people. This got, ain't first Sunday in February. Yeah, they know folks got, got, got meals lined up today. <laughs> But I'm just saying, you might there might be some folks that don't have the TV, don't have access to it. Well, well, so yeah. would you throw a little whoop to do with the you know? Some churches do that. Church. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I know a church I attended when I was um, living in North Carolina would have a Super Bowl viewing. 
to have I, people to come out and just and just enjoy. And do whatnot. you mind if I changed the direction of our show real quick? Because I just thought of something. Because we are always trying to connect with our audience. All right? So I tell you what. Here's our number, 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. If anybody out there knows of churches that are showing the game for those who may not be able to, you know, watch the game, and they're going to serve some food, just places that are that are showing the game and providing some kind of meal, some kind of snacks. Oh, there are a lot of places that are just showing that. But, you, us, but if you just want churches that are doing yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. one thing. Something but there, like there, there, there are a lot of there are a lot I'm, of. I'm not uh, talking about going down the sidelines or places like oh, that. Oh no, no, no. There, there, there are a lot of people, lot of places that are happening. opening their doors for maybe the less fortunate folks that want to watch the game, get something to eat, snack on. If you know of a place like that that you would like to let our audience know about, yeah. give us a call or you know call Noel. Noel, there she'll take your call and let us know where that is, and we will broadcast it here on the air. 404-726-0929. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Anyway, just try to throw that out there because that's what we do, right? Yep. Yep, it is yep. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Um, 122 to 113. Hawks. 122 to 113. Hawks were winners over the Rockets last night. Uh, and they did it once again without Clint Capella playing. Uh, DeAndre Hunter took the night off because we were back to back. They played Friday night. Um, and so DeJounte Murray was back and he had the big night. 34 points um, he had in the game last night. Um, Sadiq Bay. Continues to have good games. He's good. he's really got it rolling right now. He had twenty four point game uh, last night. That was big. Uh, and Yeko Kongwu is, is starting to give you some size and whatnot. And he's been doing good job. Seven rebounds, eleven points. Um, could have used a little more. Like I said, this team needs a little more muscle. They could have done better in the rebound. There was nobody in double digit rebounding, but everybody was kind of chipping in, getting four to six to seven rebounds and and and, and the like. But just a, a great performance again last night to come out with a win at well, home. Can I ask you, is, last night was one of those games where they did what they were supposed to do. Right. And you really can't gauge moving forward what they did against a team who's 5-20 and 20 on the road and, and the ebbs and flows of this Hawks team. I'm not confident that we, what we saw, these last, this back-to-back, is going to be sustainable until they show me. Well, it's not just the back-to-back. The, the, the last three weeks, they've played good basketball. Dude, the last three been, weeks they played. They the last played three, but it's been an ebb and flow. It's a three loss. It's a three loss stretch here. It's a three win stretch here. Four here. Three. It, you don't have consistency to the point where you feel comfortable, and that's the craziest part about this. They lose to teams. They, they, won, that they, they won six of eight. Right. They won uh, six of the How last far back eight. you want to go? You just. Well, said I'm not going last... way back. But I'm just saying. I just said in the last three weeks they played better basketball. They won six of their last eight. You know, so I'm just saying that they're playing better ball. Can they can they maintain this? Yeah, you've had the, the ups and downs and whatnot. Let's see if it levels out. I mean, you lose a couple, you go on the road, and you, you drop one up at Boston, which, which they played well. I'm just saying they're not going to get blown out. You know, they, they, they played well in that one. They lost to the Clippers, which is one of the hottest teams in the league, and they took them down to the wild 149-144. I'm saying they're playing better ball. And, 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 they're, and they're in the games, and you got to be in the games to give yourself a chance to win them. And so I just like the way the trend the, the trend the team is going in right now. Um, and let's, let's finish up these last two games before the break. you got Chicago coming up uh, next. We're going to, what, we, we got the game on? What, what yeah. game is that one? I like how you just kind of wave your hand. Because yeah, I, know, cause I, know you, I know you got, you got the information. You, you got wave the goods. your hand. You got the goods. I don't have it, right? You have it, right? <laughs> 
Yes, uh, okay. this Monday night after the football season ends, Monday mm-hmm. night, if you can't get in front of a TV, we got Hawks, uh, Bulls, yeah. 7 o'clock pregame, tip at 7.30. Then Wednesday, Hawks at Charlotte. You see what they did with Kyle Lowry? He just said, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Just took the buyout. He said, I want to go back to Philly. Wow. How much is he going to help Philly? How is anybody going to step into that situation and help that team when you lose somebody like a Joel Embiid? You got to have somebody to try to keep the boat afloat until he until he gets back, you know. And so he, he can help. Um, but, you know, you, for them to really go where they intend to go and should go, you, they got to have the big fella back in the mix. But. Well, as I said, Hawks, Charlotte, uh, pregame 630, mm-hmm. tip at 7. And then next weekend, just tell you, we get back to the college basketball action. I don't know nothing about these teams and how well they're doing. Texas at Houston first and Marquette. At UCon- UConn, I do know. That's, that's good basketball. Them. Houston's been playing good basketball, yeah. so we, we get caught up on that. We got we have a month to really find that out before the the conference tournaments in March Madness start. So that that's what we that's what we end up doing with this. But but like I said, with this Hawks team, I'm uh, just just happy what we're seeing, and just see if we can get it to continue, man. I mean that's 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 the whole thing. Twenty four and twenty nine, they got to really fight to get to the five hundred mark, but it's their own fault. Mm-hmm. Is you know is is their is their own fault? They got nobody to blame, and uh, you know get other people healthy. I think they're going to evaluate Clint Capella um, tomorrow. I think they're probably going to evalu- evaluate him and see what his progress is if he's able to come back anytime uh, soon. And seem like they're pleased with what things things that are happening with the return of DeAndre Hunter. Just measuring his minutes, gradually getting him more time. And uh, last night he got the time off, which was good. And let's see what happens. We get him back, get him back in the mix. Um, I just like the way the direction things going. Of course, Landry Field spoke this week, and a lot of people were wondering if the team was going to make a trade. That didn't happen, you know. And a lot of people say, "Well, why didn't you make a trade?" A lot of people want you to make a trade just for the sake of trade, and they they didn't do that. And while some people may not have liked all the answers that he gave for the Hawks' decision to stand pat, that was the decision that was made with this particular team. Apparently they looked at some deals. Maybe DeJounte Murray was a possibility, but they couldn't. They weren't going to get the return that they wanted for him, and they weren't just going to deal just for the sake of making a deal. I I would say that for how we're looking at things, you don't want to ever get caught up into this term, which is called resulting. And for us, um, a lot of times you look at results and you, that's where the judgment comes in. But for our, from our standpoint, development is a key feature of who we are. And we are watching players continuously grow. It may not completely cause the results today that we want, but we also know, too, that those results are coming. But we have to continuously hammer out the things that we believe are going to net us those results. So that's just it. The people believe. I think folks believe. I had another sellout crowd last night, folks. You know, people want to see something great happen. They believe that something great can happen with this team. Atlanta's a great NBA city that's been waiting to be in love with this NBA team. I know that's a good way of saying that. Mm-hmm. You know, and don't get me. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Yes, I always, you are. I always think the NBA had something against us. <laughs> you, I, you did have a problem with, you know, no, when I, the King I, Day game was gone. No, was I, that? I go back deeper than that. Oh, really? With them taking Dr. J away from us. What do you mean they? The NBA took Dr. J away from You're us. You're going to have to explain that to the people who are listening right now. Dr. J wanted to play with Pistol Pete. He yeah. came to camp, and they played two games in the NBA. You know, he's coming from the ABA. Right. 
and he wanted to play in the NBA. He wanted to play with Pete Maravich. They said the practices, we need to get Jim Washington on. He was on that team. The practices were unbelievable. Well, I can imagine. If you, I mean, you think about that, that's one of them barbershop conversations. I'll take Pete Maravich and Dr. J and then pick, you know. <laughs> that the, was one the, of those. The Atlanta Hawks would have been a must-see team on the road. Now, what year are we talking about here exactly? Oh, gosh. We're talking 72, 70, well, 73-ish, somewhere, somewhere wow, in there. Wow, they're talking about those New York, New York Nets teams. They'd be going New York Nick teams that they'd be going up against. That's when they won the championship. Yeah, but but apparently Milwaukee had the had technically had well, the rights that's true to him. Too, yeah, Milwaukee had the rights to him. He didn't want to go to Milwaukee. He wanted to come to Atlanta. So hang on and a second. So, Stop for a second. So you're talking 72, Milwaukee Bucks had a chance to get Dr. J. Forget Well, they had the rights to him. Right, okay, but let's say they had a chance. That's basically saying yeah. you had the chance to get him. So you talk about what could happen here in Atlanta. Forget about that for a second. Let's talk about what would have happened if he'd have gone to Milwaukee in 72. I don't want to talk about that because, <laughs> no. because we always have problems getting that player to choose Atlanta. I, I understand that. That player was choosing Atlanta. I get and that. And the NBA said, we're going to take him away. He ain't supposed to be down there. And matter of fact, we're going to find y'all. <laughs> Did they really? And he, went, and he went back to the ABA. They went, they find Atlanta? Yes. Oh, that's not good. Who was the owner of the Hawks the then? NBA. Uh, I, was it, I think was it was it Tom Cousins? I don't know. I, mean, I think I'm just the people that. who brought the team who brought the team from St. Louis. They came here from St. Louis, right? That you I know, do know. They came to St. Louis, and, and it was brought, about five years before Ted got involved with them, right? right? But they brought them to St. Louis, and they brought Skip Carey with them. <laughs> well, that was nice of them. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and um, that's that's like I said, almost from the outset they got here, the NBA had had in for Atlanta. But, Sam, I mean – They again, had in for Atlanta. You are right. You are absolutely right. But when you said that, I had, I did A, I didn't know that information. And then you think about what could have been. Folks, if y'all his, don't his remember la- – His last season, they, they Julius Irving came to play his last game in, in the Omni, and the Hawks gave him his jersey. Okay. They framed his Hawks jersey okay. and gave it to him. He played. I think he played actually two exhibition games. That's some footage we need to see, or some pictures. Yeah, that's some pictures. But, but but they wouldn't let him stay. I, I got I got to say this. Out How loud. different pro sports would have been. Uh, you're absolutely right across the board. But here's how different thing. it would have been if he was allowed to stay in Atlanta. My man, let's take take a second yeah. and think about what could have been though. Not just the team, but what could have been with this one individual. Let's say he landed with the people who had the rights to him, which means he would have been playing with Dr. J. Excuse me, he would have been playing with Robertson and a guy named Lou L. Cinder. Yeah. And if they had success moving forward, let's say that for the next three years they were given the New York Knicks who won the championship in 72, a run for their money. Kareem, I mean, we may not have a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because Lou might have stayed in Milwaukee and not gone to L.A. After he won that championship is when he went to L.A. and then, you know, became Muslim, changed his name, blah, blah, blah. What happened in Milwaukee? I thought that didn't happen until he got to L.A. That happened in Milwaukee before he left. Point is, if they had success, there is a chance. It might have changed a number of things. Dr. J was seeing a show. He and Pete. Would be a show. That would have been. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely show. right. And that's what he. That's. But what that, about that's Oscar what Robertson feeding Dr. He J the ball? Show. That could have been a show. Dr. J wanted to come to Atlanta. All right. Well, no, I'm NBA, not disagreeing with you. NBA would. NBA shot it down. <laughs> I'm just saying, that, no, man. No, you're right. So let's go. Let's go find Larry O'Brien's grave <laughs> and spit on it. Right. Is that what you're saying? Oh, oh man. <laughs> you gotta go do that. Uh, All right. Miles Garrett is going to join us next from Fox Five. Going to talk about. 
not only the Super Bowl game, but what's in store for this Land Hawks moving forward? Not Hawks. Falcons. Falcons. Yes. Moving forward. I got all this basketball stuff. New in coach, front of me. new coaching staff. New regime yes. here in town, up there in Flowery Branch. That's up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 thegamecom and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. On the Super Bowl Sunday. I'm told, I'm told that we should expect these two people to join us. Yeah, well, I've been heard of Ludacris and, and, and a little John. Well, he, he got a lot of help from Atlanta here. Yeah, that's what I'm he, saying. He got a lot I, of I, help, I, I, I as we well he should. expect to see him, and I also heard a leak late last night that maybe Alicia Keys oh. must be there. So, that, you know, that kind of stuff starts leaking like people you watch for to show them. Well, there's, but but for this particular song, I think they both probably make an appearance. Okay, I look yeah. forward to. Well, here's the thing, Sam. You know, a while ago, I I kind of consulted with him um, on you know, what I think that the people in our audience and here in Atlanta would like to hear. And I know that you don't believe that, but uh, Noel, you're going to uh, put those pictures up uh, during that session. Where, where where can we find that at? It will be on. Oh. Sam and Greg nine two nine at Sam and Greg nine two nine on tw- on Twitter on the Twitter on X yes on yeah. the official and it's just like Xbox. I said just a couple pictures we took from the session where I am um, actually I'm a lot fatter too but <laughs> it's it's me giving him you know just some th- my thoughts and he couldn't have been more gracious uh, Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com and we have a guest that we're ready to bring on here getting his thoughts on today's game but also what's going on with the Falcons or his thoughts on what we will see moving next, a regular of the show, Miles Ma- Garrett, Fox 5. Good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Morning. We are doing fine. Well, Let's tap into this uh, conversation we've already had. You looking forward to the halftime show today? Yeah. I mean, come on. It's, it's Usher. Atlanta represents. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, that's definitely my favorite. I know it's cliche, but uh, <laughs> yeah. can't go wrong with, with, with Raymond out there. You know, this dude has had – he's logged a lot of miles. You know, we talked about Kyle Sandy earlier. Mm-hmm. He's senior bowl. He was this. He's that. He's probably getting ready to go down to pitchers and catchers in a week or so down to Sarasota. Miles, listen, as always, we thank you for getting up and being a part of the show. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to spend some time with the Falcons, or do you just want to give your thoughts on today's game before we get into the new regime taking over up there in Flowery Branch? Well, I guess we can talk a little Super Bowl since we're at it. Timely. All right. Who you got and why? Well, so here's the thing. I've, I've doubted the Chiefs every single game they've played so far in the playoffs and they've ended up winning. So history would tell me that I should probably pick the Chiefs, but I'm picking the 49ers. I think the 49ers are going to end up winning with Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. I think the, you know, the whole underdog story of Brock Purdy and everyone doubting him, I think he's going to end up coming out on top today. Wow, that's what we're getting. That's what we're getting, folks. Spending time on the wait for it dot com fine with Miles Garrett. And he is social. Uh, you can find him at Miles Garrett TV at Miles Garrett TV. Uh you know, we talk about this matchup. We also talk about the quarterbacks and the different styles there. What about the defenses though? And this Kansas City defense better lean on them a bit more than people realize. In past years it's been this very prolific offense. But we could end up with a you could end up with a low-scoring game here today. We could, but you know, at the end of the day, I think you know it, it's. I think it's good on good here. I mean, obviously, it's the Super Bowl; it's what it's going to end up being. But 
We know what the Kyle Shanahan offenses can do, of course, here from his experience in Atlanta in 2016. It's the top-ranked offense. I think his issue has just been finishing out games, as we've seen in the past. And obviously in Atlanta, we know that history. But, I mean, really he's had kind of the same issues in San Francisco for finishing out some big games. And obviously the 2020 Super Bowl comes to mind between the 49ers and Chiefs the first go-round. But, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they've figured some things out this year. And, you know, we talk about the Chiefs defense. It seems like it's been the best Chiefs defense we've seen in years, which is kind of scary because if Patrick Mahomes does end up winning this Super Bowl, it's like, man, with the worst offense he's had in years, he's still able to win the Super Bowl. So it's sort of a sky's the limit type scenario for Patrick Mahomes if he does win the Super Bowl again this year. But I just think the 49ers have too much firepower on their offense. And, I mean, you can't underestimate their defense either. I mean, Nick Bosa, all those cats there on the defense for them uh, are no jokes. So uh, I do think it's obviously good on good, and I think the 49ers have the advantage. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com with Miles Garrett, Fox 5. We spent a lot of time talking about the quarterbacks in this matchup. Just quickly, your thoughts on Andy Reid and if he gets this win. And the last few weeks we have been hearing nothing about Nothing more about this guy uh, out of New England who's no longer working up there, and he is the greatest coach of all time, and blah, 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 all the stuff that's following Belichick. Why can't we say the same thing about Andy Reid? And not only that, we've seen Belichick do what he's done with one quarterback. We've seen Andy Reid do it with multiple quarterbacks, getting to the championship games in Philly with Donovan McNabb and everything he had there. And, of course, I think the biggest move while he has been in Kansas City was pulling Alex Smith to make room for Patrick Mahomes, a guy who nobody knew was going to be what he has become. I'm just saying, where do you fall on Andy Reid as far as being just one of the all-time greats, and and are there many ahead of him? Well, in my opinion, I think Andy Reid already, as it stands, is a top-five head coach all-time. I think getting his second ring last year kind of solidified that for me. Um, I think if he gets ring number three, I think that puts him in the conversation for top three. I think right up there with with uh, Belichick, Bill Walsh, I think Andy Reid has a strong argument there, perhaps right there with Don Shula and Chuck Knoll. I think he's right there in the conversation. Right now, I'd probably have him at five looking in, just where he currently is. I think you got to put Belichick at one. My personal list would have Bill Walsh at number two, then probably, you know, uh, Don Shula three, Chuck Knoll four. Um, well, we don't have an argument about that one, but go ahead. <laughs> if he wins the Super Bowl, I think I'd probably put him at three, in my opinion. How about you, Sam? What are you saying? No, you say you got an argument. I'm not putting Belichick at number one. Do you something know? without Tom Brady. I, you know what? I'll tell you what. I, I might think about putting Joe Gibbs ahead of him because he did it with three Whoa. different – hang on a second. Three Super Bowl rings, three different quarterbacks, made a pivot as far as the kind of coach he was. Don Shula, multiple rings, but yet – was one type of coach with Baltimore, pivoted when he got the golden arm named Dan Marino and won. Not didn't get the championship, but took him to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying, we have all just sort of genuflected with Belichick, but he's done it with Brady, and then we saw what Brady did once he left. There have been coach, and by the way, any, any all-time coaches list, you, you notice who they leave off? The guy who's named after that trophy. Yeah. <laughs> they keep yeah. forgetting about Lombardi, who won the two first two Super Bowls, but also had, what, five championships before that? So, yeah, I'm not putting Bel- – Belichick might be in my top five, probably, but I'm thinking about some other guys, and I'm not sure the order I, I, I think I think he gets that because of the, the era. He's the guy that we've seen most recently, 
Um, and to do that in, in this era, in the era of free agency, of players moving around, I, I think that's the other thing about it. Which is you lasting know? memory then. We know, know Bill Walsh, well, you mentioned Bill Walsh. I'm not talking about lasting memory. I'm talking about winning six Super Bowls in an era when players can move around. In the Lombardi era, players couldn't do that. No, you have to go. Back. You don't have to go back that far. You know, what I'm saying, you won't mention Lombardi, which we, which we should. You absolutely should. You should. His name is on the trophy, but but <laughs> I, but I think he, we think he's from such a different era and a different time. And I think because uh, Belichick is doing it at a time when players come and go, and the fact that they were just plugging and playing folks, and it kept on happening. Yeah, Brady was the constant, but he's throwing the ball to different people. And he only had like one. That's deep on threat. him. Only, That's had on one, him. only had one deep threat to throw to. And the they whole lost time. that one. You know, but became... but but I'm just saying that's that's. You, I get it. I, I I give him his due, but All but right. but I'm a conspiracy guys. I do think guys. I think there's I think there's an element to to having that quarterback though, because like you said before, when it came to Andy Reid, Donovan McNabb. Now Donovan McNabb was no scrub by any means. Neither was Alex Smith, but they were never the best quarterback in the league. They were always you know, kind of that mid-range, you know, bottom of the top 10 type guy. Obviously, McNabb probably a little bit better than Alex Smith. But once Andy Reid did get that top-tier quarterback, he did win those Super Bowls. So I think it is important to kind of consider when they got those quarterbacks. Obviously, Walsh had Montana. You know, Belichick has Brady. Shula did it with a few different guys. But I do think there's an element to that. Chuck Knoll had, had Terry Bradshaw. So I think you do have to have that key quarterback to kind of get you over the hump and really kind of show off how good you can be. Yep, yep. Spending time on the WayForIt.com hotline with Miles Garrett. And since you mentioned quarterback, I was just say perfect lead that in. just leads <laughs> us right to our hometown team, uh, who this week uh, we, our coach was introduced. And just a couple of days ago, the owner spoke on things. Was, was anything that came from Mr. Blank uh, surprising to you? No, I think everything that he said uh, was, I guess, relatively expected. Now, I guess we have to take him at his word for it, of course. You don't know if everything he said was correct in regards to, you know, what went down with Bill Belichick, you know, saying that there was never an offer on the table as far as the collaboration that was supposedly, you know, he was down for. You know, there were reports saying that Belichick, you know, wanted that full control, all that kind of stuff. It seems that there were a lot of conflicting reports out there that Arthur Blank obviously uh, said were not true. But at the same time, there were a lot of reports out there saying that, that was the case. So, you know, you, you do have to take the man at his word for it. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, 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 it was a little weird to see, you know, all these different reports out there and why they were coming out, I guess, remains unknown. But uh, I guess it was encouraging to, to, to finally hear that, no, you know, Belichick was not offered that job. So, you know, that, that kind of put some water to the flames of, you know, there's this political discussion argument going on in the Falcons brass about who really should be calling the shots there. Hmm. we got uh, draft coming up not too uh, far down the road. Where do you want to see these guys concentrate if the uh, quarterback that they're going to start the next season with is in the building? If that's the case, what would you like to see happen in the draft? And if not, you're going for one of those quarterbacks that might still be on the board then? Well, I've said before, I, I think that the best option for this team for quarterback lies in the draft. It's just a matter of what you want to do because I don't think personally any of those top three guys, Jaden Daniels, Caleb Williams, or Drake May, are going to be there at pick number eight. Now we're hearing that New England might be willing to trade out of pick number three. That could be a spot that you could realistically go up and get your guy and maybe not cost you an arm and a leg. You know, it's going to cost you something, but 
it's a it feels like a realistic opportunity to jump up and get your guy. Now, one other thing, we're starting to hear reports of J.J. McCarthy possibly being a top 10 guy. Now, I don't know the validity of that, but that could be an option perhaps you look at at pick number eight because you're starting to hear the chatter of J.J. McCarthy potentially being a top 10, top 12 type guy. Uh, and maybe Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix are not as good as we're hearing. This is seeming to be the the consensus online as far as, you know, just what scouts and some folks are saying who are high on different guys and low on other guys. So I think that's where it's going to come. Um, obviously, we've still got free agency to discuss that. You know, who knows? Things could change. Maybe Russell Wilson ends up being here in Atlanta. But I think the draft is the best option for this team just as far as cost effectiveness and, you know, where you could actually get a, a good player for a good price. You mentioned the name. that? Russell Wilson. Yeah. Would you like well, you kind of got to mention him. I mean, he's a, he's a possibility. He's not like my first choice, but yeah, but he, he's there. Experience. He's been a winner. All right. All right. <laughs> you know. I, you know. I I told you I got a taste in my mouth when it comes to him, and it's not because of him. It's because of Pete Carroll. Well, yeah. This guy should be. He should be celebrated a lot more than the way he is. Now you can call him a diva and say all the things that have come out since he left Seattle, but you know, you had you had Roethlisberger, you had Eli Manning. And, and, and this guy could have been another one with multiple championships. And just, you know, I just think he lost some respect. And, and again, I don't care one way or the other. I mean, he's going to have a good career, and he's making all the money in the world. But every time his name is mentioned, I just keep thinking about that. Just get a ball to Marshawn. Get out the way. Get your second ring. Let's all go home. And it just bothers me. I don't know about you, Miles. I'm sorry. I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> Again, that uh, Miles Garrett again, Fox Five joining Sam and Greg. Sports Important Radio. question before we let you go: What's on the menu I ain't today? Saying this thing here, man. I got to say Fox Five. I got to finish this intro. Miles Garrett, Fox Five here joining Sam and Greg. Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. All right, go ahead. What's on the menu? I will say, Miles Garrett at Fox Five will be having probably pizza and, and some other festivities. The looter, the loser of our uh, fantasy football league, will be serving us uh, all of our, you know, Super Bowl. Items, I suppose you could say, as far as you know, dinner and all that is concerned. So uh, we're all excited to be served tonight in his butler attire. Oh wow! Wow! Oh, wow! Man. Oh, nice, very so you guys nice. Gonna, you guys got a place you're going to be going to, and you're going to make this dude walk around like Benson. Oh yes, no, he he has a he has a, a fake tux and everything, and he's going to be serving everyone all night. So we're all excited for that. <laughs> but you guys are working tonight, right? No, I'm actually off. First time I've had the Super Bowl off in, in, in a few years now. So really? Gonna be, I'm a little excited to enjoy the evening. Okay. That that's, that's Sam, always with me. That makes Sam jealous. Yeah, because I worked at <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> the weekends, man, you, if you're not the network that's carrying the game, you're doing that 6 o'clock newscast that nobody's watching. I mean, you could put <laughs> color bars up there, test pattern. You could do your sportscast in your BVDs, and nobody's going to see it because – the Super Bowl is about to kick off on the other channel. It kicks off at six thirty, right? Yep, six thirty. So you, you 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 come on like six twenty. Ain't nobody watching. Hey, Miles, before we let you go, real quick, if you can think of it, the biggest sports upset that happened in your lifetime, the biggest sports upset that happened in your lifetime. I'm not talking about necessarily a Super Bowl, but whatever the sports event. I'm asking you that for a reason, and I'm putting you on the okay, spot. Well, I mean, the two ones that immediately come to mind are App State, Michigan, and the Giants beating the 07 Patriots. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to give you another one. Today was the day that Mike Tyson got knocked out by Buster Douglas. Ooh, down goes Tyson. I love it. There you go. (laughs) Miles, we'll talk to you soon, buddy, and thanks for getting up and joining us on this Super Bowl Sunday. Thanks, Miles. Absolutely, guys. Have a great Sunday. All right, appreciate it. I I ain't asking where he was because he's too young. He probably wasn't even born.
That's what you do. You got to watch who you ask that question to. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up, turn them over to John Fricky. I have got something special, Mr. Crenshaw. I need to ask you next. That is coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 9829 thegamecom and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Yeah, and it's Radio 929 the game 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on the Super Bowl Sunday, 11th day of February. I already said good morning. Georgia, didn't I? Yeah, I already did. Yeah, for this hour, yeah. Okay. Like these guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think here. I had something I wanted. Oh, you're not going to expect this. Shout out. Yeah, the halftime shows are doing that all over. I have something that you didn't expect me to bring up. Okay. Shout out West Cobb. West Cobb. Right? Where I go, I go down Macklin. Well, Wendy Hill into Macklin. Mm-hmm. And what school do I pass? Osborne. There you go. Hey, Osborne inducts inaugural class into Sports Hall of Fame. I was looking at that this week. And, you know, everybody from Coach Donnie English. I think that, yeah, Coach Donnie English. Uh, Todd Jones. Okay. Mike Nord, Nord Holtz. Forgive mm-hmm. me for getting that wrong. Uh, he was a 64 graduate, um, and I want to make sure I get this right here, too. Jason Jones retired his number. Anyway, go to their website, Osborne High School, um, and I saw this, and I thought, well, Sam would be impressed. They made it another announcement this week, too. They announced that uh, their new football coach is someone that people in Cobb County are very familiar with, Derek Cook. Uh, is going to be the new um, head football coach at Osborne. He's been head coach uh, head coach at Cal mm-hmm. for for many years, right? And has worked at, uh, in in Cobb County. So congratulations to to coach and to Osborne. You got a coach who's been a great winner and been um, working with young folk in Cobb County for quite some time. See, now ain't you impressed that I threw this out there? That little that little high school nugget. I did that for you. Well, we went by there. No, you I'm just saying, both, though, that you, didn't bring, you didn't bring up the, the inaugural class there because you got so much other stuff that you talk about. So I said, oh, Sam didn't get a chance to mention this, so I'm going to mention it, and he'll be surprised. They have an awesome building there now, a beautiful yeah, building. Yeah, they do. That's a beautiful building. Yeah, they do. Yep. Um, <laughs> the Braves, on this date, on this day, proposed to pay five cents from each ticket sold to bring a new team to Milwaukee. This happened in 1965. They were they had one foot out the door. They were trying to get out of town, and they say, hey, let's tell you what, we'll pay five cents for every ticket sold to help you guys pay for another team to get here. Go find them next, you know, the Brewers, and bring them up here. But this happened on this date. They're talking about giving away money. When do you see end that? End up being who, the Seattle Pilots that they end up getting? I think so, yeah, right? That is that who became the Brewers? The Brewers? Yeah. Hmm. The French Chef premiered on this day. Really? Julia Child was introduced bon to appetit. a <laughs> <laughs> on, on this, Why are you laughing? Because every time you do an impression, it just I don't expect it. That's what she funny. would say. That's no, you're absolutely right. It's just as one of those things. Again, Sam doing a Julia Child impression is not something I thought I'd see when I woke up this morning. <laughs> 
So that's why I laughed the way I did. Uh, the steamboat was patented on this day. Really? Giving it to, we all know, Robert Foster. So that happened on this day. And I don't know how this is measured. I'm sure there are very, there are people like Max who used to work here that can measure this sort of stuff. But they claim on this day in uh, 1999 that Pluto passed Neptune to become the most furthest planet from the sun. Then, if I remember correctly, wasn't there some time in the 2000s where Pluto kept going to the point where it became so small they declassified it as a planet? I think so. It's yeah. something else, right? Like yep. it's just a, either a moon or a... A constellation or something. I yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that all happened on this day, Edison. <laughs> it's an adjective now, but the guy's name... Became, it became an adjective, but it would have been Thomas Edison's birthday today. As we count down the kickoff uh, today, you, you know, people, we got Reba McIntyre does the national anthem. Okay. Today. Um, you like some Reba? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, everybody oh, yeah. likes Reba. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's going to get, get Hang to on do second. that. We got, we got Noelle. Okay, you talking country music. No, you got to oh, stop oh, her. Here we go. Here we go. Uh-oh. She's a Reba fan. Yeah, she I bet she I'm just it. sitting here thinking, I got to tell Mama that. We got we to gotta watch Reba tonight. Yeah, man. Did you watch her TV show? Oh, yeah. I like it Reba when she gets. I love it when she gets mad. When she, well, I mean, obviously acting, but when she gets mad, that that Tennessee accent comes flying out, and it's just funny to me. It just it just makes me smile. Um, go ahead, Sam. All right, Reba. All right, all right. they're gonna have uh, America the Beautiful. It's gonna be done by Post Malone. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's exotic. Yeah, Post Malone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that is happening. And and um, lift every voice and sing will be done by. Andrea Day. Okay. Andrea Day. She's still losing weight? Who? She got really thin. I mean, like, too thin. When we first introduced to her, she was, you know, she, was, she, she weighed a little bit more than she does now. Let's just put it that way. Okay. And looked marvelous. And then she kind of lost a lot of weight. Where she did, it looked, to me, it looked, she looked unrecognizable. She looked like Andrea, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like John Goodman right now, too. You see John Goodman, he said, yeah. he don't look like the John Goodman we all no, fell in love with. No, you know no. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm sure she'll kill it, but I'm just, you know. <laughs> was it the biscuits and gravy? <laughs> How about that? How about yeah. that? So what else we got so coming that's, up today? That's what, that's what we have to look, look forward to. Um, I mean, today? Oh, no, I meant as far as that's, the, that's the people. That's as far as the pregame. Performing. That's, that's the, the pregame performances. So everybody that we saw all week long, folks should know, on the pregame shows, all the morning shows, all that sort of stuff, other than folks connected with the game for the most part, they ain't left Vegas by now. Um, Not many of them most hang around of, and watch the I game. I mean, they may have somebody else that's playing like a pregame tailgate kind of something in a, in a postgame. But I think they've done that a lot of Super Bowls. I don't, I'm not sure who the band is going to be playing for those for those things. Did you, did you see Coach Prime there on Thursday? He was all over – and – his sons. I was told by somebody that was out there that he has way too many handlers. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he maybe had the record for, 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 handlers? for, for handlers around him as he went back and forth and making appearances. He was all over. And then, of course, on, on the morning shows, Stephen A. It was interesting also hearing this past week, because we have been, those of us who do this, dissecting his words and his meaning. So for the first time, I can't remember the last time I saw Cam Newton in an interview, but he sat down with so I'm not talking about the radio uh, row interviews he might have done. I'm talking about when he went on first take, mm-hmm. sitting there next to you know Stephen A. and Shannon Sharp and, well, you know, and before, Ocho Cinco was yeah. out there with him. And, we, 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 had, we had him on scoreboard show. But you're talking about the high school time, his time here with this, right? 
you know, did you get it? I'm saying this this topic that he's now addressing wasn't relevant then. Well, no, but I mean, we had him on the scoreboard show. All right, well, same you, night as you, George, you win. Same, same night as George Rogers. We had both of them in the same show. Shout out, shout out. Chris I was just Parker. gonna say you teed up. A, <laughs> okay, yes, shout yeah, out. man. We and how they up Chris in Pickens. A Matter of fact, Pickens is hosting a region. Tournament, the girls' team at Pickens has been dynamic this year. That's going to be a really good region tournament because I think Wesleyan is up there. I think Dawson County is up is up there, but they're playing up at up at Pickens. So uh, Chris Parker will be front and center. He'll be there. If y'all going up to the tournament, y'all say hello to Chris. He's going to be there. Okay. We're not here for another week. We had a very successful yesterday the second edition of our new segment. Yes! So I'm going to ask Noel, if you have a second, could you get that sounder from They Got Next just to let our audience hear it, know what we're doing, and then during this upcoming week, if you would like to get in touch with us, please do. If you have a 13-year-old or under who would like to be a part of this. It's time for They Got Next. Sam and Greg give area up-and-coming broadcasters 13 and under their shot at the bids. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Thank you, Noel. So we have done this two times. We had Terrell Thomas's daughter, Sayla, who came on here. And she follows him around. So she's been in every locker room you can imagine. He's been in talking to NBA stars and things like that. And then yesterday we had Bo Johnson who's now producer with uh, Andy and Randy, but, of course, he does a couple podcasts. He does, a, he does a couple fantasy shows. His daughter, Olivia, came on, by the way. <laughs> her nickname is Juice. Because of her initials, OJ. Yeah, her, her name is Olivia Johnson. Yeah. Bo says, yeah, she's got a nickname, Juice. And I said, how'd you get that? <laughs> and she came on at 10 years old and went, that's OJ. <laughs> because of my initials. Are my o- initials, right? And OJ. then I thought, Okay, they're bringing that back. This child don't even know anything about it. She owes absolutely nothing. And her (laughs) daddy has not informed her, so she don't care, right? Right. Anyway, she came on with us. So we are looking for uh, kids 13 and under who have that gift o gab who could possibly be a future one of us or others around here just doing sports talk or a sports reporter. Yes. Put together a one- to two-minute sports report, and we would love to give you a platform. Yeah. All right? So, again, you can get in touch with me. Get cast with Greg or Greg.Clarkson, Odyssey.com, Sam uh, dot oh, Crenshaw, uh, yeah, Odyssey.com. Yeah, Odyssey.com. Or uh, on uh, on my uh, Twitter or X, whatever you call it, at Sam Crenshaw23. But now that we have the pictures up and we have our site, Noel, I'm going to ask you to tell everybody if they want to get in touch and let you know about entering their son, daughter, niece, or nephew. Again, 13 years and under, they can reach out via. Please. DM us at Sam and Greg929. We will we will get back to you, get all the information we need, and we will get your son or daughter on the air so they can be like OJ the Juice Kid. <laughs> she was amazing. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah, there like you that. go. So yeah. anyway, all this is fairly new to us. So it's forget- very new to us. I'm looking at it right now. Sam and Greg929. Yeah. Sam and Greg929. And 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 so we fumble and stumble. We want to make sure we, we present it properly to you, but as the weeks move forward, um, Looking forward to it. And there's no day that we, we could do it on a Saturday. We could do it on a Sunday. But we're here on the weekends, and so it's going to be one of those days. So having said that, <sighs> any last little thoughts about what we're about to venture into this Super Bowl Sunday and get ready to watch tonight? No. Like I said, when I said three hours ago, can we kick it off now? <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Well, we can't do that. Okay. But if you can get if you can get in front of a TV, one let you know we got the game for you right here and all the stuff that happens beforehand. Pre-game at two o'clock. You can start getting ready for Super Bowl Sunday right here, and then a kickoff again is at 6.30. And by the way, Super Bowl, I mean, um, football will end at midnight tonight. We're all going to be focusing on Atlanta United, going to be focusing on the NBA, and we got the Hawks versus Chicago tomorrow right here. 7 o'clock pregame, tip at 7.30, and then Wednesday night's game, the same time. Well, actually, the pregame's at 6.30, tip at 7 o'clock. I got Kansas City. Have we made that official? I mean, have you got yours? I'm, 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 that's why I'm already there. I beat you there. It's, it's hard to go against this dude, man. It, it really is. Even though San Francisco makes sense, you know, on paper, the, what, the, what the team has done this season, the elements that are all there to have them ready to play for this championship and win it this time, it's still hard to go against this dude. The other thing is what happens with Reed once it's done. That's the question. That's the question. And I hope. And, I- and who steps into that spot? Well, is that still another chance for the former New England? Or no? Is, or, how about or, or, the guy who was there as the offensive well, coordinator? Without saying whose name, who another name that we didn't hear mentioned during uh, with any teams during this uh, rotation of coaching well, vacancies. I think that he, well, it was, it was reported that he went and visited them. He because well, you know, listen, Washington kicked them out. They got a new offensive coordinator. So the word was Eric Bieniemy went and visited at some point this past week his former teammates. I don't know, man. Listen. How are you going to – you have to come into this situation already having the respect of everybody on this team. Now, we're talking about a team with guys on there with three rings. Yeah. This can't be some new coach up and coming. Well, no, no, you know, no. you got to come in with – and I think the only Somebody person, that understands that culture, understands that core, the core that will exist in that locker room, and the enemy is the obvious choice. Yeah, to if, me, if it is. Goes. Absolutely. Plus, I want to see Patrick Mahomes get on this list. Three championships, two MVPs. They need a football player. Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Mickey Mantle. He wouldn't get that with the coach with the six Super Bowl rings? Pardon? He wouldn't get that with the coach with the six Super Bowl rings? Oh, no. he's Well, no, he has to do it. These guys are all for their first seven years. So that's the thing. So if next year, that would be his eighth year in the league. Okay. Yeah. But the point is, him joining this and being the only football player on it. Joe DiMaggio and Guy LaFleur. Um... Rounding out that list. Three championships, two MVPs. Noel, enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. Thank you for everything. She ain't tell us what she cooking. She just going to cook some. What, 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 what you having? I'm undecided yet if I'm making See, these pizza sliders or not. Yeah. But I know I'm definitely calling the Travis Kelsey MVP award. He will be the first the tight, first tight end, end to, to win. get an MVP award. It is happening tonight. He's going to have to break some tackles. Because I, the guy throwing it to him is probably going to get it if Travis has got a bunch of receptions. The guy had to throw it to him. So I'm saying he's going to have to break some tackles and do some Gronk-like moves. You know? We'll see. I mean, that's all he ever does when they go to the Super Bowl. We'll so. see. Okay, well, hey, I ain't mad at him if he gets it. Love to see it. Mr. Crenshaw, looking forward to hearing what your day was as far as the meal. I'll let you know what mine is, but I'm looking forward to the day. For everybody else, thank you for letting Sam and I be a part of your weekend, not just Super Bowl Sunday, all weekend. We'll be back next Saturday morning. John Fricky is up next. Enjoy this Super Bowl Sunday, but be careful out there. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.